EBS Broadcast presents. Whoa, are we in an airport right now? I don't think so. We're in the EBS studio. About to get going and kick off an episode of the EBS podcast, Just Go. And Just Go, we're going to be talking to EBS students who have done the Erasmus program. And let's talk about their trials and tribulations and what they went through and how it's made them a better person overall and what they got out of the experience. But more importantly, let's stop talking and let's just go. Welcome back for the next episode of Just Go, the EBS Erasmus podcast, where we talk to people who have actually traveled outside the country, not just to Finland. And today in studio, we have two fresh faces, two new guests. We're going to talk about their Erasmus experiences going to Greece, uh, Robert Lauri. Hello. And Leila Osterk. Hello. So, you guys both went to Athens. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very much so presentive kind of face. I like that. <laughs> um, so, you guys went to Athens, University of Athens, or is there a more officiated way to say this? Well, the yeah. official name is National and Kapodistrian University of Athens. Or you could just say Kappa. I yeah. think most people <laughs> would go with that. That's a, a general, like a, su- it sounds like a, like a, fraternity really that's what that yeah, does sound it does, like right <laughs> did it feel like a fraternity going there mm, just a little bit <laughs> sometimes that makes sense why the u.s does that so much um as we spoke previously again for you i understand why you'd want to get out of this country get a little bit of sunlight you know you're looking a little pale you're in the right direction yeah yeah um <laughs> but we are actually in the same boat we are both foreigners living here and you go to full you go to Full-time school yeah, here, right? Yeah, I'm a full-time student here at DBS. And you just decided to leave, you know? You just was <laughs> it, Did the lack of sunlight get to you, or what yeah. was the driving fact to do Erasmus? Well, I mean, it just sounded like such a great opportunity, and also you never, you rarely get opportunities where you can travel abroad as a student, um, you know? And I think the program is very, is very good because not many countries and continents have this. I mean, it's quite subjective to Europe, but um, in other continents, it's not very common. So I thought it was a great way for me to get a bit more exposed to different cultures, mm. especially because I think Greece was very different to um, Estonia. It's quite the opposite of Estonia. So it was really cool experiencing that. I would say most of Southern Europe is the exact opposite <laughs> of this. Yeah. <laughs> um, Robert, for you, the same question. How did you feel about that? Well, in my case, it wasn't that I chose Greece. It was like the opposite way that Greece chose me. <laughs> my <laughs> biggest dream was actually to go to Spain. And mm-hmm. like I had done months of preparations for it. So I applied to two universities. And as a third choice, I uh, picked an Italian school. So I was told that unfortunately, all the places are full. Mm-hmm. We don't have a spot for you. So I had two days to choose another country, another university. Uh, on the first day, I was completely miserable. I was even considering not actually doing Erasmus. Mm-hmm. But then I remember the, my good Greek friend who did his Erasmus in Estonia, Vasilis. Mm-hmm. I remembered his sentence. Uh, he said that um, if you stay only in the one country, you read only the one page of the whole book. And I had asked a lot of questions about Greece, you know, just for fun. So I was, okay, Greece, like, it's totally unknown for me. Just let's go. Yeah. And I said, okay, let's try Greece. I got accepted. So you walked in going, did you, besides talking to Vasilis, uh, did you do any research in Greece prior to this? You no, just, not at all. Zero. So o- only about the uh, weather part. 
I I, <laughs> I was curious how warm it is like in December and November as well. There. And was it warm enough for you? Because I remember you came back with a dense tan. Yeah. Like a yeah. heavy tan. I was I was taking sun even in the beginning of November. <laughs> but it gets really cold there in the evenings, so it's weird. Like during daytime, you can be outside with your t-shirt, and in the evening when the sun goes down, you have to get all your winter stuff out. Like the cold is different there; it's like really penetrating. Yeah. So you got like the the nighttime Estonia experience while the daytime. Grease. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Amazing. But it was only like during the last month. Yeah. So. But again, for you then, did you was Greece your time number one pick then, Layla, or um, was it just like you fell into it? To be honest, I don't know. I was very. It was very difficult for me to choose a country. I think I was drawn to many different countries for many different reasons. But at the end of it, I, I kind of just said, okay, well, let's just do Greece because the um, coordinator here at EBS said like not many people have gone there, so maybe it's a great experience and. Also, I think going to a Western country was quite cliche. I think going to, for example, Spain or France was very was not really what I wanted to do because that's I mean I, you might as well just be a tourist there. Yeah. So I was like, okay, let's do Greece and Athens. People don't usually go there. They would go to an island if they had to visit Greece as a tourist. So for me, it was kind of just like you know what, let's just do it. Let's go see the culture and get involved, and that was really cool. Yeah. The note on the on the tourist comment. I I've been to Greece a couple times and I never go to Athens. I've been there one time. Honestly, say I don't feel like I miss much, but that was from my experience just <laughs> traveling around the Parthenon area and stuff. But yeah, 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 that's true. That's um, I mean to be honest, after living in in Greece, I think that um, traveling to other places outside of Athens was my favorite. Okay. I quite enjoyed like going to the uh, islands as well as like inland. Mm. Um, before we get to talking about more of those fun personal growth experiences, which are just as important to the Erasmus, but what's even more important in the foundation of the idea, it's the education. What did you guys think of the school? And honesty is the best thing because your responses will probably help someone else in the future pick Athens or maybe not pick it, depending on how you say it. Because I think that the most important thing is honesty overall, because we're not, we're not here to sell someone a dream. We're just here to tell them your perspective and your experiences. So okay, I can go first. Then. Yeah. Well, uh, the university offers like some courses uh, on the website for Erasmus students. Uh, it's written there that they are for Erasmus students. They are in English. Each course was like seven ECTs. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much actually. I chose four courses. That's 28 ECTs in total. Everything had been signed. I go there. Uh, my first day, I had to go to the Department of Economics give my signature that I have arrived and ready to study. So as I go there, they tell me, okay, you have four courses. Um, two of, one of the course is actually, one of the courses is actually canceled. Two of them are actually in Greek language. So just send like email to the lecturer and you will find out how we, can you pass this course. And one is the course where you have to go. So during my whole Erasmus, I had to go to the university only once per week on Monday for two hours. These, uh, these two courses that were in Greek language, I met once with the lecturer. He told me, like, gave, gave some uh, individual tasks, mm -hmm. like essays. And I had to send them, uh, send essays during the Erasmus. And that was it. That's how I passed these two courses. So you did a lot of, like, so even though you say you only went to class two hours a week, 
how much of that time were you doing self-studying then so you could be able, so you have the knowledge and capability of writing these essays and submitting these kind of uh, assignments i would say maybe i don't know two three days two during three. of the whole erasmus wow when, when i sat down and i did these things well then so with the other six days a week um there was that was it for your academics it was literally just those and you knocked out these two courses in like what couple weeks then um i forgot to add that the school actually offers uh greek language courses as well so i took uh, greek language course as well okay and how did you find taking the greek language courses uh, i th- i found it interesting you know yeah. i'm interested in languages so for me yeah. it was um uh, definitely good and you know it's like exotic thing to say now that oh yeah i speak greek Every, everyone are like what <laughs> yeah well you speak russian right yeah so did you find that it was easy for you to pick up greek because i've tried russian and it's terribly difficult for me but if you already understand the, the cyrillic alphabet greek being the base was it easier for you then to grab on than other your classmates you may have had i don't know for me it's so hard to compare languages i find them as equally hard or difficult yeah just greeks with those little fancy letters though <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you get as lucky with only having one class uh, a week? Um well, I think mine was a little bit my situation was just a little bit different. I we were just a few business students because actually that university is known for law and is quite good with law, so business wasn't the main um faculty at the university. So, yeah, like he said, I think the Erasmus students were more were separated from the Greek students and this was done in a very odd way especially because we weren't so many so we would have meetings every week with uh well I had meetings every week with different lecturers and um yeah I had one class a week on a Monday and in general I think the meetings were very um they were just it was just like kind of small talk where we just spoke about the week and what we have to go through even though uh we only had meetings they did tell us to do self study so it was kind of like our obligation to take on the studies on our own so whether you chose to procrastinate or whether you chose to actual actually do your studies was up to you because at the end of the day we still wrote a difficult exam so i personally didn't really i kind of procrastinate a little bit and um i found that this like past month in january i did have to study a lot to catch up on the semester so um i think that in some in some of the some of my modules that i took i did put a little bit of effort because i knew it was going to be quite difficult like finance and accounting but in the ones that i thought weren't as difficult i didn't put as much effort but again i do think that um at the end of the day like it like the exam was still difficult and mm-hmm. i still needed to put effort in so. uh did you guys fall under did you guys fall into the mo- the mobility window then for your erasmuses i did yes you did yeah. so has and robert did you i'm not actually even sure what is it i think uh no because Be- um so recently EBS has instituted a new policy to allow it make to make it easier for people to do Erasmuses. Um so it's more flexible with their structure so they can still graduate on time. Did you feel that because of this university's structure and separation of what of Erasmuses and stuff and limited uh resources that has affect you long term wise with your graduation track or have you you just like you just had a really chill vacation essentially? 
Well, no, for me, I mean, because it was the open window, it was the perfect opportunity to go on Erasmus. And that's why I feel like it was definitely worthwhile going. I think that, you know, if you're given an opportunity to still graduate on time and go to another country and experience new things, then you have to take it. It's just like a given. Yeah. So for me, it was like, I have to. And now, Robert, I know me and you are on a same and a very special boat being both BBL students. Yeah. The fact you really only had a couple courses, has this affected your graduation and whatnot? Because uh, I, I don't know if you were in the mobility window or not. If you did it last... No, I don't no, think you I weren't. had the mobility window, yeah. No, right, because the mobility would have been open this fi- uh, academic year. Yeah. So has it affected you then? Are you delayed on graduation? Well, yeah, I came back with 21 ECTs, so okay. yeah. So you just got to take, you got to make up a couple extra courses, but you're yeah, still solid. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's not too bad. Sounds good. It, it's definitely worth taking the shot, even if uh, you will graduate later. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. If okay. you can, then go 100. percent Okay. School. We've talked about it. You got any other comments about the school? I'd love to hear them. Any other perspective that you might want to say to someone who's planning on going to Greece or is thinking about Greece? Yeah, about school as well. What uh, you mentioned. Uh, me as well we had only five uh people in our economics department like five erasmuses so there's there's not like uh many chances to meet like greek students or other mm-hmm. uh, erasmus students uh, through the university okay so ac- that's actually a great point then because i know ebs we have a really good network for erasmus is coming in because we got our buddy system we have the student council international club all that fun stuff and we have a good connection with other schools whether they like it or not um, you didn't. Did you have that? I guess you guys didn't really have that kind of support network then. Uh, personally, I had a great experience because the Eras. I actually do feel like the Erasmus group in Greece was very good because they managed to like they managed to get all universities together. So I made friends with most of my friends came from the uh, business school in Athens. Okay. So um, yeah, it was well like we always did things together where like the universities just joined forces basically. So it was perfect for me. I didn't struggle with friends and stuff. Yeah, that's true. Um, Erasmus in Athens is actually similar to studying in EBS. Okay. I mean, like, it uh, because for some reason, I don't know why or how, but Greece is actually not a popular destination for Erasmus. Yeah. So uh, we as well had, like, a big WhatsApp group where there were, like, I don't know, hundreds of uh, other Erasmuses. So there is this community vibe, you know. Yeah. And you get to, like, um, meet with a lot of people through it. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good to hear then. You had a good support now. We're going to get enough time. You get to celebrate and do all your fun yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, besides school, how did you find just moving there and finding living accommodation and whatnot? Because I've heard some people said they had a really easy time in these countries. They've had difficult times in other countries. How was it, you know, going to Athens, finding a place to live and whatnot? And was that difficult at all? Or was it like just bada bing, bada boom? Yeah. It's super easy. There are so many offers. Okay. And the best thing about it is, is like the cost of living is really cheap there. All right. That's true. I mean, for me, because I'm a foreigner in general, so it was quite, uh, it was really easy, like getting accommodation and stuff. I think you just need to look on the right websites and it's, you'll be fine. Um, but in terms of like, for example, I was struggling with my residence card stuff. So just in general, I would say that doing governmental things and like organizing like these types of serious things 
isn't a fun ride like it's very stressful and at the end of the day like I still got back without the residence card so it was kind of just like a waste of time and money so that was the one downfall that I found with um, moving to Greece and like doing these types of things um so then here's a question I guess you can only answer then um as a foreigner you have the Estonian residency correct yes so do you have to re-up and then get Greek residency while you're there or are you able to stay on your Estonian resident because it's already for studies yeah well basically I think uh well from what I read you have to apply for a Greek res. well I had to apply for a Greek residence card because I was staying in Greece for more than three months okay so that's kind of like the condition but if you're there for less than three months, then it's not really necessary. Okay. But there's no, like, even if you just go there for the three months, for j- under 90 days, there's no hassle getting an apartment or s- whatever. Because no. remember I was talking to the, guy, the the boys from Italy and they were saying they were struggling out of their mind just to pay their utility bill and stuff for some odd reason because of a tax number or whatever. I don't know. Italy's weird, man. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, in Greece, it's not the case. Usually yeah. most of... Uh, landlords actually don't pay the taxes so you pay for <laughs> your utilities and uh, rent uh, in cash oh. yeah that's true so it's li- <laughs> you just have like verbal agreement with your landlord and that's it yeah. so you have like no problems <laughs> that's yeah that's true. that seems like uh do you sign like a do you sign like a renter's agreement or anything you just show up and like here's the key and here's some cash <laughs> almost well, basically basically yeah. <laughs> you know that i think that's the ultimate system you know libertarian at its best straight to the point (laughs) yeah just money and go um so then i guess segue out of all that fun stuff and get the logistics out of the way overall what did you think of the country and the city did you guys spend a lot of time in athens or did you get out you know really explore all that greece had to offer i think that athens is such a big and amazing city and it's so so overrated because the cultural heritage it has it's like the birthplace of democracy. There are like so many amazing things to see. And I I spent a lot of time in Athens discovering stuff and I still haven't seen everything. I have gone there back already three times. I'm going already to, in two weeks again there. Because, wow. yeah, I, I totally fell in love with Greece and Athens. Is, it's definitely like a second home for me now. Man. It's amazing what one Erasmus will do to you. Yeah, I think you're the first boy that's been in the, been in that chair. He's like, you know what? I'm just gonna move there soon. It seems like it's, it's about that. Yeah, it was weird. Like during that time, I started to realize the value of Estonia as well, and I missed Estonia. While I'm Estonia, I miss Greece. Yeah. <laughs> Buy a house in the middle in Romania. You'll be happy there. <laughs> I I visited Romania as well. Actually, it's uh, it wasn't that pleasant uh, experience. Well, that was one way to put it. I guess we'll have <laughs> Romania next week to hear their their perspectives. Um, for you, what did you think about um, the city and whatnot? Okay, so Athens, I think it's such a lively city and it's always like there's always something to do and there are always people on the street, which is something that I love because it kind of felt like, wow, you know, people are so alive here. And it also kind of just makes you realize what the purpose of living is in a way, because I think that, you know, people are so happy, even though they had the like the economic crisis just a few years ago. They're still kind of struggling through that. But at the end of the day, like they have such a strong community of people that like you wouldn't even realize that there was such a huge economic crisis. And um, I think, yeah, just the way people are so happy and they're always, you know, laughing with other people, socializing. It's really such a nice vibe to be around. And um, 
I was, pr- I, my friends and I, we tried traveling quite a lot. We went to quite a lot of islands and also traveled inland with the Erasmus group. And that was incredible. Every single island is so beautiful. It really is amazing. It's kind of paradise on every island. And, you know, they all have something unique to offer. Uh, the straight cats are quite cute too. So that was nice. <laughs> but I really loved it. It was amazing. Um, how was it say so would you say a majority of your time was spent in Athens then or uh, outside of the city? Well, I would say it's like kind of 50-50 because okay. when we had to, you know, during the week we were in Athens. And yeah, then for on that the one day you had to be in, in Athens. No. The other six days it just seems like you're free as a bird. No. <laughs> no, it wasn't like that. But I think during the week we were in Athens and on the weekend we tried to go away, especially during the summer. Mm. So, uh, yeah. Can I add a few no. more things? Anytime. Yeah. Just uh, about the thing about the economic crisis is, is true, like... As an Estonian, like the hospitality that I saw there, it like blew my mind. I had never ever seen and experienced anything like this. For sure, Greeks are the most generous and uh, hospitable nation in the world. I would say it, it was just so amazing, and I felt like at home from the day one. When they when this they know you're a foreigner, they will do absolutely everything for you. That's so true. Um, what else? Um, about the city. Uh, as I mentioned, cost of living is really cheap. Uh, going out, uh, most of nightclubs didn't have the entrance fee, so you can go That's a and party for free, pretty much. <laughs> um, you can find alcohol for really cheap prices. Um, ordering food home is free. Um, so you're not getting taxed by those Volt 250 yeah, delivery yeah, fees. Yeah, <laughs> None it, of that. it was crazy. Yeah, I was ordering food home pretty much every day ridiculous man Damn. yeah <laughs> living like a king over there yeah yeah that's that's what i felt i'm amazed you came back <laughs> like, <laughs> but like, there there's like um really big uh, dif- uh culture differences as well for example it was really strange as an estonian you go like on a monday at 12 to the city center you step out of the bus and immediately your eyes are full of tear gas you see, like, stuff burning on the streets, riot police is on the streets. Uh, almost every week there were, like, uh, protests and stuff like that happening. Okay. Um, sometimes, like... The when you say protests, I don't mean to interrupt. Are we talking Hong Kong-scale protests? Or yeah, they were the case like as well. Oh, okay. Uh, with did, anarchists. Did you join in at any time? <laughs> I mean, I, I would... I'm not, say, I'm not condoning it for yeah. anyone to join in. But I think that's a very rare life experience um, few of us get to go for. Uh, yeah, I was uh, really close to the action. Like, as an Estonian, like, I'd never seen anything <laughs> like this. And all the Greeks were, like, telling me, you shouldn't go, you shouldn't go. But I didn't care. And I just went to see outside with my own eye you just what's strapped happening on your, there. Just strapped on his EBS <laughs> sweater. Was, like, they won't hit me. <laughs> and it was really crazy and chaotic. Like, Molotov cocktails are flying, like, streets burning, cars are burning. It's just... <laughs> madness there and also the traffic is on my first day when i went out of my home i almost like got hit by a car like three times i will say this i will say this on the getting hit by a car thing um i lived in because i lived in turkey for three years right i had this one experience um all my classmates with us we all lived in turkey for multiple years we went to london on a class trip and in, in that part of the world, you know, southern Europe, you get closer to Eurasia, just walk in the middle of the street. That's completely acceptable. You just got to know when that taxi driver is going to hit you. We were on the busiest street in London and uh, teacher's like, oh, we got to cross the street. 
all 14 of us without batting an eye walked right in front of a bus oh my being gosh. like oh it's time to turn and he pulled us back like y'all need to learn the civilized way of life <laughs> you just got it you got to change your mind you got to change your perspective that yeah. taxi driver does not but care. You, gotta, you just got to understand the culture thing and you will just have to figure out how the traffic works. If you, if you know like where where are the biggest risks and how, how, how it works, then it's not so scary and uh, risky. Yeah. You got to figure out what taxi driver will hit you and which will avoid Bro- you. Yeah, exactly. pr- pr- pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to be able to look him in the eye and be like, you're not going to hit me today. <laughs> yeah. Not today. Yeah, that's pretty much how it works. <laughs> uh, so Layla, on that note, did you go to any riots? Uh, I, that wasn't kind of like my scene. I wasn't already in. <laughs> uh, we got I literally tried to walk away as far as possible from riots and stuff because I remember my teacher told us about a story of an Erasmus group of Germans who decided to join in on the riots and one of the Germans ended up in hospital. So after that, I was just like, mm, I don't think I really want to oh, yeah, join. I want to clarify <laughs> that like I didn't participate. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. just like watching and stuff. You know, um long as you filmed it right had your press card out be like i'm not part of this i'm just filming you no filming actually it. if you have it then it's more dangerous because the anarchists like they don't like journalists and there are like often cases where the journalists get beaten even by the riot police sometimes so it's really crazy even even yeah the police you always don't feel safe because during the riots they often don't make the difference who is like a normal person and who is the bad one now i want to specify here because you know, granted the situation we're discussing and these are very, are these, how consistent is this actually occurring and how, I guess you kind of sought them out a bit, but they're just very small pockets around the city. It's not like town square riot every night. Cause when I lived in Istanbul, we, we were having consistent riots and, and these kind of things. Like I think at one point our uh, consul general got pepper sprayed by the mayor of wow. Istanbul. So yeah, that was a very rare incident. But, you know, these were very secluded areas, but you, like, knew the areas not to go. Like, Taksim Square in Istanbul could be very dangerous at times. Yeah, that's true. Was it the same kind of situation in yeah, Greece? Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, there are uh, exceptions as well. Like, for example, in the area where I live, like, a few weeks ago, there were, like, 300 football fans clashing against each other and Molotov cocktails and everything were flying in the peaceful area as well. So yeah, it can pretty much actually happen yeah, everywhere. That's true. That's why I don't follow football. <laughs> one of the reasons I won't go to Poland either. I'm scared of them. Yeah, it's super crazy there. I, I guess in Layla, other than not rioting, was there a more of a positive tone to your experience than while in the city, you know, avoiding the riots? Did oh. you able to find have like a were you able to find a nice little picnic area and just Oh yeah, yeah, like I mean, the for example, Strefi Hill is a hill close to Exarchia. And okay, so I also want to point out there's this part of um Athens called Exarchia that many people are so scared of and everything and everyone was telling me that it's so unsafe and whatever i live there and personally it wasn't bad at all it was really okay so i wasn't bad really okay well (laughs) uh, i used to walk home from uh, this area as uh, one of my friends lived there and every time like he would tell me like are you crazy don't go don't go and i was like what's the worst thing that can happen and like one night I was walking like on an empty street. It was like 4 a.m. or something. And I hear like uh, that someone is like screaming behind me. I look behind and like somebody's like running towards me and like making some w- really weird noise like a zombie, like like screaming. And I see <laughs> that he's not slowing down. He's like he likes keep keeps running towards me. At that moment, I realized I think I had better run. So 
Okay. Yeah, it's actually not that safe, I think. Okay, I didn't experience this. Yeah. <laughs> um I tried to avoid things like this, you see, so I wouldn't walk on empty streets and stuff. I think like, yeah. I think these are vastly two experiences. <laughs> um you might want to go see a doctor. There might be something <laughs> up. You know what? It makes sense, though, when you think about it. You've lived here your entire life. You know, you're like, where are you from? Noma? Say again? Wait, what part of Estonia are you from? Tallinn. What part of Tallinn? Yeah, Vimsi. Oh, like exactly. Tallinn, you're from Vimsi. You're <laughs> like, I just, I, you need the roughness. Yeah, no, being from South Africa, you try to avoid danger at all costs. So, I mean, for me, it's like, street smart you just try to avoid these things <laughs> yeah the um hmm. <laughs> you know i was in vmc last night and i was doing a show there and at no point did i ever feel like anyone was like uh going to attack me or anything but now speaking to a vmc boy in person i can understand how they all are ready to just fight <laughs> you know no i i just got used to it you know you have to adjust the situation desensitize like, take, take it as a part of crease that you know one night you can get stabbed or it's how it goes yeah <laughs> <laughs> Whew, um but it it it's not actually that bad as it looks there's like the positive sides definitely way over the okay like, can bad we sides. I, I, okay we just talked about riots for the last five and a half minutes besides the rioting and that very unique experience without going to hong kong because that's a very expensive flight right <laughs> what was the positive then to this entire thing did you actually from the, your experience with rioting do you see do you value anything more about it? Do you value something? Do you, do you would you take out of that about city? About the city or living in Estonia mm -hmm. in that sense? Because I'm assuming, you know, coming from here, you know, we had the collapse of the union, and then there was riots, and there was a time of uns of uh, unsettledness. And now, I mean, you come from a country that's vastly unsettled, and in an area of the world that's vastly unsettled. Do you value um, living here and your experiences here so much more because of this? You know, yes, I, I definitely uh, discovered this. Uh, Laid back lifestyle that uh, even if they are like in so bad situation, the way how they find happiness in really small things, it's yeah. like incredible. Like it, you learn from it. And also, for example, how they take like two hours to eat lunch, it's like totally normal for them. And you you kind of see these kind of things and see that like life can be lived differently as well than like here we do in Estonia, yeah. where time is like money for us. I think that's true. I think like Greeks know how to live life and I feel like that's why they kind of live longer than majority of the world because they they don't take things. I think their stress levels aren't as high as other countries, which is like quite, you know, for for me when I was there, I was like kind of stressed and then I was realizing that nobody's stressed and I'm like, why is nobody stressing? <laughs> but, you know, I don't know. And then you kind of also like realize that you also need to kind of just let loose sometimes in life. And, you know, not everything is so serious, which is quite a, a nice, you know, I something I valued. And also here in Estonia, you value how to, you know, work hard and be very, um, what's the word now? Efficient. Everyone yeah. is so efficient here. And over there, you kind of get that balance of, you know, bringing a bit of uh, calmness and relaxation into your life so in general i think everything's about balance but i did value this about greece i think that's a beautiful note to wrap this entire podcast up um on that note i, I want to open the floor to both of you uh what what would you what would what would be the one point of advice or the one thing to take away from your entire experience you could wrap up in a sentence or two if someone's considering going advice. to yeah, advice okay. or or like a, a memento or mm -hmm. like a I have a dream moment, you know, kind of situation <laughs> where you just 
you say something, something that sticks deep. with something. Yeah, let's go <laughs> deep as possible. So deep we won't even be able to see you or find you in the snow. I wouldn't go deep, but uh, practical advice about going to Greece. Should you do it or no? If you're looking for good educational experience and uh, this university experience, then do not go. If you look uh, to get the uh, ECTs kind of easily, to get like, in some sense, cultural shock, especially if you're Estonian and want to have like uh, one year or one semester vacation, then definitely go to Greece. Okay. Leila, um, the last word yours. <laughs> uh, too much pressure. Uh, no, I do think that honestly, Erasmus is something that it's it's one of the best experiences in a person's life. And I think it was basically like the best six months of my life till today. I agree. So I definitely do advise uh, students to tr really, you know, make use of this experience because it's something that you can never do again in your life or, you know, it's a very rare experience. So definitely go for it. Get out of your comfort zone and, you know, get involved in other people's cultures and communities. It's something that you won't regret ever. So that's a beautiful way to wrap it up. Um, all right, guys, this has been Caleb on that note. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Uh, we will see you next time with a new country and new experiences, possibly with or without riot stories. I'm not sure yet. We'll pick <laughs> later. Um, you all have a wonderful day. See you soon. We out. Solid. <laughs>